Good evening. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Experiencer Podcast, the podcast that brings you upfront and personal with past and present enigmatic experiences from individuals who have witnessed or even interacted with the strange, the extraordinary, and the otherwise unknown existence of UFOs or aliens. If you've had an out-of-this-world experience you'd like to share, please reach out to me at theexperiencerpodcast at gmail.com. If you have photos or footage of UFOs, IAPs, or any other extraordinary phenomena and would like to share it, please forwarded to the experiencer podcast at gmail.com with you all and share the following experiences from today's guest. I'm going to keep this simple. I'll introduce our guest and otherwise we'll jump right into the show and let him tell us the gist of it. This is Jordan Paldi from Henderson, Nevada. Thank you for being here with us this evening. Um, thank you for having me, Chris. Uh, Jordan is kind enough to spend time with us today to share and hopefully just maybe inspire folks to a more mind-opening dialogue around this sort of subject via these episodes. Uh, please, Jordan, do us a favor and begin by giving us the setting. Maybe start with telling us where and when and how old you were when all this took place. Yeah, um, been see, about five years ago, September, well, a little over four years, September of 2018. Um, I'd just gotten a new-to-me Camaro, um, bought it off my aunt and uncle, uh, old 2000 uh, silver Camaro, and uh, that was a perfect opportunity. Hey, let's you know go out to the desert. Area 51, uh, see what we can see. Um, you know, worst comes worst, at least see some pretty stars. Um, so we uh, we headed up uh, just out towards uh, Rachel, um, go through what is it, Alamo on the way there, right? It's a gas station town, yeah. Um, make that left turn. I got another funny story if we have time, get to it about that turn before you turn left, man. I'm sure uh, I look forward to it. Yes, it actually, no, we will because it does tie. It ties into uh, the subject, um, but the main one at hand. Um, so that night, a uh, good ride. Uh, let's say a convertible. Uh, we decided to take uh, Chris's dog Oxley with us. Um, we're going down the three seventy five. I think is the branch off um, when you're heading uh, towards uh, the lake, Rim Lake, um, and we're going to Mount Tickaboo. Mount Tickaboo. Yeah. Mount Tickaboo. Thank you. Um, going and towards. Mount Tickaboo Peak, yeah, which is supposed to overlook um, everything, as, you know, as close as you can legally get. Um, and uh, we head out. We get there a little bit after sundown? No, no. We were a little late, I feel. Yeah, we were definitely a little bit late, which is fine. Um, this is a glorious night. Um, <laughs> um, but um, 
was a fun time to uh, bust out, you know, this low to the ground Camaro and these dirt roads <laughs> that we branch off. Um, I still have an oil leak to this day. It's very, very minuscule. Um, I might have took you on a mission. It was our first trip to the Area 51 yeah. mountainside. Well, it's always a great reminder, too, you know. Uh, night goes by, uh, we grab a six-pack, um, uh, gaze at the stars. Uh, there, uh, there was a little bit of clouds in the beginning uh, looking towards... Um, Towards, I'd say towards the uh, the west um, that night. Um, then it cleared and just glorious. Got some, uh, brought my uh, DSLR, old Canon T3i. Um, I had experience getting uh, the longest it would allow me, 30 seconds, um, but long exposure uh, photography. Long exposure. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, whenever I go camping, I could always try and get some fun shots. Um, you know, it's whether beautiful it's, stuff. That's how you capture the stars, right? Oh, for sure. Not just the stars. <laughs> right. Got some pics, you know, where uh, even just a five-second exposure, get this light uh, one side and then light on the other side. And you're like, what? What made that that fast, you know? Perfectly yeah. horizontal. Not diving in like a, an asteroid or something. Oh, awesome. <laughs> you never told me that. Oh, I didn't tell you that. Oh, that's oh. Awesome. Yeah, I got a few pics like that. Uh, well, so we grabbed some great um, photos that night as well. Um, we're trying to time the lights of the Camaro. Um everything lined up when we see oxley uh chris's dog just hops out of the back and uh homeboy's been pretty good all night he's a little excited um in the beginning <laughs> but uh he's been chilling um all of a sudden just gets up hops out runs like 50 yards down the road and we're like yo dude what do you see and he just uh we get him back in eye view and uh we don't see nothing but uh you know homeboy is just staring and uh you know we're a little bit higher i mean yeah we have we know people are watching us, at least people. <laughs> trucks are driving, you know, there's three trucks that we've seen um, at any given moment um, in the background. Even through the desert. Mm -hmm. yeah. Some with lights on, some with lights off. You know, they, they want their presence to be known. Right, uh, the one that let us know Tickaboo Peak was off limits popped up out of nowhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just followed us up to the sign that said, this is a CIA installation. We turned around yeah. and got the point. Yeah, we got within like five or ten feet. It's like, yeah, you'll go to the prison for a minimum of six months. No, but uh, <laughs> so so obviously we found ourselves back searching for a good spot. We're now doing uh, long exposure photography. Yes. Almost off the side of the road. I think we found by happenstance a highway that led off into the desert between what is probably Area 51 and Section 4. And in that desert road highway, we happenstance found... A, a black mailbox, which we later found shows up on GPS yes. as the black box or the black. Yeah, mailbox. it is just the black mailbox. There you yeah. go. So this is this is where all of this takes place, and so now my dog is spooked. He's. I, he, you said he jumped out of the car, didn't he? Run back from out in the desert and hopped in your car. No, you you are correct. So so he was spooked by something, and we had seen just prior to that moment a car come down the highway, kind of slow down, and some silhouette we we observed cross the highway, right? And then Oxy comes running, hops in the hops. In yes, the car I do remember him whining. going back at some point though, but you're I do remember the whining because yeah. I remember we got back out. I don't know if he went with us, and we were staring. And we're all um, mid enjoying long exposure photography and having a beer. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. It was um, a great time. And and that's all the setting for. So uh, after we've come back down from the sign, we get to the road. Chris is talking about. Um, we went a little bit further than just the black mailbox itself. Like we've kind of branched off. We're getting the photography. Um, we look up at the sky, um, as one would do, 
um, when trying to get photos of the sky and stuff. And we see a very bright um, light. And this light can very quickly move omnidirectionally, um, zip across the whole horizon that we can see. Um, you know, it's not very far in the distance. It's more above us. So, you know, it's definitely, it's hard to gauge for the human eye. It could be miles up. It could be a, a few thousand feet. <laughs> uh, it just depends on the actual scale of this device, you know. Um, but not like, you know, like you see drones, um, you know, and they can go omnidirectional and stuff. But this accelerates and comes to a complete stop instantly. It'll zoom across the whole sky and all momentum will just stop. And then it'll shoot like straight upwards, like the, the Willy Wonka glass elevator going diagonal ways and sideways. And every time it just comes to an instant stop and then just zip, stop, zip, stop, zip. Um, and with our eyes, you know, we can follow maybe the smallest little bit of a tailing on this ghost trail. But uh, we, we actually got a small video of it. Um, on the video, you can see this, you know, basically it almost looks like a little star just jumping, jumping, jumping. Um, but you can't tr quite follow the, uh, the ghosting like we could, you know, with our good human eyes. <laughs> and, and to my um, recollection, yes. it was making like triangular patterns. Is that what you yes. remember as well before it would leap? to the next quadrant of the sky altogether mm -hmm. and then repeat a new triangle pattern, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was quite quite interesting. Yeah, those are definitely vectors to which normal aircraft wouldn't do, right? Conventional right. aircraft. No, no, not at all. Especially, like, who, like what's going to stop like that, you know? Right, on, <laughs> on a dime. And, 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 you know, I barely remember the trails it made. It was almost instantaneous, mm -hmm. right? From the peak of it one spot down to a lower mm -hmm. corner of the triangle and then be there, blink twice, and then it would be gone again. And I wonder, like, how fast, you know, that's probably even slow mode, you know? Right, right. <laughs> that's all we could perceive. Um, there was also that night, I remember, a persistent light um, at some point. Um, that then just, well, real bright, and then... Uh, uh, but it was real quick. Uh, I think you might have looked down right when that happened. I or... remember catching one, and it was kind of like a firefly that lit up. Yes. And then would go out. And we only saw it for a minute or two versus the five to ten minutes that we saw the original UFO or the yes. original craft being tested or whatever. It yeah, was. whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it could be of a, you know, of. Um, Being right there, yes. it felt like it was ours, right? Yes. Uh, my, my interpretation <laughs> was that that was ours being tested. And we did pick a night specific to the literature of those in the know of UFOs and reverse engineered Area 51 projects. So there, there's this particular night that's supposed to be good. And that yeah. was the one we said, okay, let's try and see if that's it. <laughs> and it, uh, it seemed to work out that time. Atmospheric... Uh... I don't, I don't want to say pressure necessarily, but where conditions are right and good for flying, you know. Right. And, and we were lucky. It was clear skies. So mm -hmm. same on our end, right? Yep. 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 We've been back many times since and not quite as lucky. So. No, not quite. I mean, no. Well, do you remember that time we went with the snow? Yes. Yes. And, and the bear tracks. Huh? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, not the bear tracks when me, you, and Pat went to Pine Valley. This was the snow when all of us went uh, back right. up towards the Black Mountain. Right, everybody. Yes. I remember human footprints and some other creature some other creature i thought we were guessing was bear but we couldn't yeah but determine. the thing is there were no prints leading up to these prints they just appeared there and so then went off into the distance snow almost everywhere and you were the one that discovered those prints right weren't you out walking in circles and you discovered hey guys take a look at these curious prints 
I think so. I feel one of the other peeps that night might have been Maybe with Pharaoh, me. Maybe Pharaoh, but yeah. I, I, think, I think Pharaoh was in that area, but you walked over and found them looking um, down and around. And uh, But we didn't find what made those. <laughs> yeah, so, so describe a little bit more of the prints and what was curious about them. Well, what was curious, as I was saying, so we, we pulled up in a vehicle, a uh, very snowy, cold night. Um, we're the only ones there. Um, in every direction I looked, and the, these prints are probably at least a good... 200 yards out from the road um, where we parked. Um, if, you know, looking down the rest of the road to the left. Uh, but they weren't on the road, that that right, dirt road. They were off. just off into the desert. Right. And there was nothing, the, the prints just started there. It's not like the prints ended where we were, but they started where we were. And I'm just wondering, like, well, where are the prints leading to this? You know, it's where like, they come just, from. exactly. Right. Like if someone had just airdropped into the spot and started walking. And then something. how far did they go? Uh, we didn't follow it super far. I mean, we followed it it's like maybe a quarter mile tops or something. Um, right, I don't even think. If that. I remember that's right. No, no, we went we went a quarter mile down, I'd say, the main road. Right, but it was, and I remember, did at one point, did it cross the road or did it stay on the no, side? No, I think it stayed to the side going off to the, the hills there. Did it, did it go in a straight line or did it kind of like curl around once or twice? Uh, it definitely like serpentined and stuff. Yeah, I do remember that. That's okay. a great description, serpentine. Yeah, I don't think it ever um, like did a full loop de loop though. Right, but it did meander. Yes, definitely and then, and uh, then like it, a river. Did you know? it continue off into the distance, or did it did it just stop as well? Uh, no, as far as I saw, the they just kept continuing. <laughs> oh, okay, so it did. It did. Yeah, it did continue on. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting though. So still, regardless, whatever it was, it either came to a stop mm-hmm. at the road and went back the same exact way, or it. It could have walked off. backwards, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Just something. to mess with us. That was interesting. Um, I forgot about that. To which, that. which was curious again. I had forgotten about our original sighting on our original time until we came back. And I'll tell you personally, it was literally when you showed the video to Pharaoh or Rick or whoever it was that came with us. Mm-hmm. And I heard my voice on the video. And you're like, yeah, Chris, we, we saw something last time. And I was like, what? And you're like, you don't remember the we saw the thing in the sky and you described it briefly mm-hmm. and then you pull out the video and then once I hear us commenting on what we're observing, it just flat it came back to me in a flash. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. And you know me, I'm into this stuff, obviously making this podcast. So yeah. how in the world without being neuralized? No, how in the <laughs> world forget? could I be, <laughs> could I have forgotten such an awesome I mean, I remember vividly now. Yeah. Um, I don't know, sometimes just the way we place memories. Um, hey, that's, a good, that's a good point. <laughs> you, I'm, you know, like you said, you've had your own experiences. Um, I'm sure you'll go through on the show. Um, okay. And uh, so how about, how about, so that was one of your most recent experiences. Do you have any prior experiences? Yeah, so time? one uh, cool one, uh, me and my brother were driving on the 95 around sunset at this time. Um, I've been 95 heading north. And there's just a bright, um, like, sun-like object just chilling over the mountains. Like, um, it's like gyroscopes. So no matter where we move, this thing is, like, in the same spot. And, yeah, it just chilled <laughs> there for, like, ten minutes. And we're like, I don't know at the time. How big was it? That was a decent size. Yeah, like, it wasn't the sun-sized. Um, okay. But, like, maybe a quarter to half a sun size if you were... Uh, just, yeah, 
It was huge, and, and I've never seen color, anybody a video of it. Was it orange? Or uh, it was a little more of um, orange to our, like maybe a sun at sunset rather than a. That's orange. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's yellow. Yeah, rather least, than right? like a you know a high noon yellow okay. sun or something. Okay. Um, like right when we turn, there's this wall at Russell, but we we turn. There's something that blocks us. You know the freeways, weather, walls, and sun. And then when we get right open within a few seconds. It, and this, it, I don't think it was before the area era of like, uh, you know, smartphones necessarily, but they weren't, you know, good quality. Not everyone like had a, like a camera ready to go and pop, you know, um, yeah, get this and off. Half the time we're dumbfounded by it. I can't yeah. believe we <laughs> Or driving, up. you know, like, uh. exactly. <laughs> crap. <Crash. Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How, any other UFO experiences in life? Um... So that night, we were going to Eagle Valley Reservoir, me and my family, friend, we were going to go camping. Uh, this is kind of on the, uh, the east side, central Nevada. Um, when you would turn left to go to the extra terrestrial uh, highway, um, or you can go forward another 100 feet and go to the proper road to get to Eagle Valley, well, we had turned left, <laughs> and we went like 80 miles the wrong way. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so we were going up the extra terrestrial highway that night. Um, Darn, if only we had done like 30 more feet, we would have seen the sign to go where we need to. But it's cool, you know, you get the good memories and stuff. Um, so we don't really see anything up there, except I notice the mile markers, and I look at old MapQuest crap. And I'm like, hey, this is the wrong road. We need to turn around. But when we turn around is when we start to see stuff. Um, yes, um, me, my aunt, and my friend Blake, my Aunt Jenny, um, my friend Blake, we would um, see like a dude on a post. And as we drive up, um, the post guy would just disappear. And we're like, we're thinking it's a hitchhiker. But all of us would see him in a pairs, but none of us would see him at the same time. Like, all three wouldn't see him at the same time. It was always two of us. Um, and in between every time we would see him, um, we would see a light behind us, just following us in the sky. And then it would disappear. Um, and same thing. Not all three of us would be able to see that at the same time. Um, but two of us could. Um, so as you're traveling... Yes. Each one of you randomly looks out the window. Yes, on our right. The same, on the right, yes, on the same on, side. On the right, yes. And you each keep seeing a man on a post. Yes. Like a person Just under like a leaning, light, but he's on a post. Leaning on a post, his well, hand on leaning. his head. He's yes. actually, hand on the head. Yes, and, and the, like hand on the hip. Like other old hand. western kind of lean on a tree type of thing. Yes, exactly like you just did. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's very similar to what you just lean him and his hand, other hand here, you know, uh, on his hip, basically. His arm leaning on the post. Now, how many hip. times had you seen this, each one of you, um, before you said to the other one, did you see that? Like, how long The first time, it? because I think we're like, hey, you see that guy on the post? And like, yeah. Then uh, again, we're like, okay, that was weird. And then uh, somebody else pointed it out, but then the other person couldn't see. And there's still two more people, three more people in the vehicle. Did everybody see it? No, not everybody saw it. Like the driver. I think my didn't. mom was driving. Yeah, I don't think she saw it. She might have seen the light. I'd have to ask her. Um, but I know for sure me, uh, my aunt Jenny, my friend Blake. So was you guys on the highway? The objects you keep seeing just ahead and then catch up with you and kind of disappear or catch up and pass by you? Did you see it as it passed by? Uh, a little bit before we got to it. Okay. Um, so. So almost like hologram that disappears as you get to it. Yes. And meanwhile, an object floating above and behind you yes. as you approach it. Yeah. Pass Not it. simultaneous, but at different intervals, you see the light behind you. Yes. Wow. 
So it's almost it, it, the, the the shortest logical idea is that that thing is projecting a hologram in front of you guys. That would be my quickest angler fish scientific time, thought. Maybe. Right. Ooh, that's kind of interesting. That's I don't know, though. Uh, but that is really cool. That is really something. I mean, of course, I'm just surmising. But just saying, it's odd to see. It's peculiar to see a light behind you and to see what looks like a projection in front of you that disappears. I would, I would say, you know, it's a ghost. But if it disappears every single time you approach it mm-hmm. and everybody sees it at different intervals, I mean, that's really that's really peculiar as opposed to a ghost at a location. That same night, I... Do you think there was a ghost encounter? This one was unique to me. Um. <laughs> oh, this is a busy night. Now, when was this? This, I would have been maybe 17-ish, going to um, Eagle Valley Reservoir. But, so. but, but taking a wrong turn and heading yes. towards Extraterrestrial Highway. Yes, and then we, we turn around and we head back. What a, st- uh, what a story. What an interesting <laughs> like, the, for, a foray of a detour that leads into amazing experiences so right. please please continue. so what um, year was this i'm sorry to cut you off probably like 2007 um plus or minus maybe like a year um because uh, back in the day uh, homie blake uh probably go camp with us once or twice a year um he was one of my uh, best friends from childhood um and uh we we're back on the road heading to the reservoir maybe 20 minutes away and we're getting into these winding mountains and, uh, you know, we're probably about three hours later than we should have been. <laughs> I know everyone's tired. Um, but I see in front of me, like, a pack of horses, like 20 strong, just run across the street. And the last one we missed maybe by, like, 100 feet. <laughs> and, uh, you so know. it looks almost like you're going to hit it. Yeah. Like, well, not my mom, like, was comfortably at a speed. Like, right, like I felt like she was in control. It was like, okay. like, But I was just admiring. I'm like, wow, that's fucking cool. And then uh, nobody says anything. No one brings it up for, like, 10 seconds. I'm like, am I the only one who saw that? And, like, saw what? I'm like, there were, like, 20 horses in a big group that ran in front of us. And they're like, no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Um, but it was cool. Um, and you know, were they like in full stampede, fast motion, you know, like hoofing it or and kicking up dust? What, what oh, they, they had a good, they... good stride. They definitely weren't like walking across the road. They were like, wow. um, but not like <laughs> kicking up um, dust. What crazy. colors? Do you remember any colors? Like it's nighttime. I get, yeah, that, it was so. uh, like pale brown, um, some, uh, not white, but like a grayish, um, some others, a uh, little darker brown with a little bit of a lighter accents around. Not like a cow, but uh, maybe more linish, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's horses. Not like uh, a cow. I'm but their manes, their manes were all definitely lighter. Um, to me, they kind of radiated with the moonlight. Wow, um, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Did they have any depth or density to them that really made it seem more than ghostly, or did they appear ethereal? So almost like their hair is a standout, like, I don't want to say like blowing, but like willowing and like weaving. Um, And uh, maybe, you know, more trails like the ship traveling, but not not to that extent. Did they follow a straight line or diagonal or a natural? They they had uh, went across the street um, perpendicular to it, like chicken crossing the road, and then had turned off. Down this hill. So following like a canyon, a slow canyon or something. Yeah, maybe a game trail or something yeah. that goes across, you know, down from one hill um, across into the other. Um, that would be interesting to look at the history of that area and 
see, you know, was there a ranch, was there a fire, was there something? So, there is Echo Canyon there. Um, I'm sure every state has three or four Echo Canyons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, Cathedral Same Rock and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but uh, I think they have petroglyphs and stuff there. I know there, there is some native history, I'm sure. Um, that, that's true. That whole area does have tons of Native American indigenous mm-hmm. history going back even further than most people know. Um, so, no one else in your car had seen confirmed that. that yeah. you're, you're alone. Did you ever bring it back up to your mom or dad? Oh, you know, yeah, I bring up ghost say, horses. You know, that did now. feel very freaking real. I just have to say it was a trip that y'all didn't see it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it was years later. Um, we were laughing uh, probably, I don't know, just three or four years ago now. Um, caught up with Blake. We were going up Pine Valley. Me and him were driving. Uh, my aunt and uncle and a couple other were driving, and my mom and them were driving. But we always keep a walkies uh, okay. in the different cars for I was safety. Saying, this is a lot of people driving. Like, how is this <laughs> it's a big old family uh, camping trip for like that Fourth of July. Bikes, but it's a car that everybody drives. Well, this is like the week long camping trip we're okay. going for too. So. Yeah, multiple um, vehicles. And um, we just start chuckling, and they're like, "What's so funny?" Like, and we're like, "Oh, talking about the ghost horses." I'm like, what the hell are the ghost horses? <laughs> so I reminded them. And you're like, you know what? I do remember you talking about that. And you guys being, uh, well, she was with us, but uh, I think my uncle at the time maybe had driven like a separate vehicle. Because I'm trying to think. Uh, she was definitely in the car with us. I was trying to remember why there were so many. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that was that. Um, I've seen Chevron shaped vehicles, that, you know, like the, you know, like the. The shape of right, the Chevron. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just fly over my parents' place. In um, Henderson? Yeah, in Henderson. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I'd just be chilling in their jacuzzi and look up and... Yeah, si- silent. It doesn't make any noise, you know. <laughs> classic. By now, classic story of a silent Chevron. Yeah, really low. Though. How, I was I, just going to say, yes. how low? Yeah, no, this a few hundred feet tops. Like, that's bad. Lo- lower than a flight for life. Did you notice scenes? Or was it seamless? Did you notice lights? No, no lights. Um, I noticed it interfering with any starlight um, or moon, you know, anything that was out that night. Okay, so it was almost cloaked. It was invisible, but it passed over. It passed over, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say like it had, it was like more black. Okay, oh, okay. But definitely it wasn't like the B2 in shape where, you know, it has, I'd say it was even more blocky square, like a definite like solid bottom line into the chevron you know um that's quite a handful of ufo experiences are there any more um ufo um i've, I've seen you know so and obviously you talked about ghost horses as, and, yeah. as, as <laughs> chevron over your house, but <laughs> um seen you know every now and then things flying as i moved to this place called dolan springs um it's Decently out there, kind of in the desert, on the way to Kingman. Um, and I'm towards the back end of it, so uh, I got pretty good stargazing and stuff. I haven't seen too much out there. I definitely get clear views of satellites, uh, shooting stars all the time. Yes, um, there's, a, there's another Elon Musk satellite, like, every 15 minutes. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> 45. Launching. I might be exaggerating. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so, okay, well, then let's, let's ch- switch gears and... Sure. and if we can, so one of my favorite things I've bumped into in the in the literature is that um, you know usually, oftentimes, people will experience one extraordinary phenomena, might experience another. Not everyone, but it does happen within you know with 
within the field, within the know of people who've had these experiences. So, um, if I'm not mistaken, you've had other experiences besides UFO. You've had paranormal experiences and others. So, can you share some of those with us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, my dad always tells like stories like, oh yeah, I should took Jordan to like, see a psychic or something when he was younger. Because I guess uh, when I was like three... Um, my Aunt Jenny's first husband, uh, Jim, had recently passed, um, two or three, um, and uh, I guess I just stopped in the hallway one day when my dad was there, and I looked past his shoulder, and I'm, like, talking to him, like, what? Okay. Yeah. Bye. And then I don't even, like, look at my dad, and I just turn around and, uh, like, walk away. <laughs> and he always thinks I had seen, like, maybe a ghost, because uh, he always tell Jim, he's like, when you die, you know, just come, come visit me <laughs> like once um but uh things like blinds exploding not like oh air conditioner comes on but you know uh just be chilling and uh all of a sudden all the blinds in the kitchen just flush away outwards i'm like what the hell is that <laughs> you know what? uh uh-huh. Things always, uh, always looks like a really tall dude, like eight feet tall. Uh, when I brought it up, my, my, my dad's, oh yeah, you mean the guy in the top hat or something? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, he's been following the whole family for years. I'm like, oh, interesting. Meaning like, his side of the family? Yeah, yeah. Because wow. uh, he would talk about uh, their house being haunted, uh, Orange County, uh, Orange, uh, actually the town proper, um, when he was younger, like plates just flying out and shit. Um, I guess even when he was dating my mom, I think at the time my grandparents were still on the property, um, and she had, like, visited that place, and she had seen uh, something akin to, like, uh, dishes just, like, falling out of shit, too. Um, when I... And my brother, like, this is one what I had buried, and then everything clicked. Um, we were... I don't know. I had been maybe eight, nine, I feel. My brother is about three years um, younger than me. And... Uh, we would share the, the bedroom, and we're looking out the window, and uh, we just see this dark figure. And, uh, you know, it approaches. It, it's uh, shrouded on the darkness. Um, and it just keeps going closer and closer to the window. I don't know why we didn't, like, freak out and go get our parents or <laughs> nothing. Uh, but we both knew there's something that wasn't right about whatever this was. And, uh, it gets closer. Like we're like, okay, it's not real. It's not, you know, whatever it is. It's just, is it, is it silhouette dark? Oh, it's dark. Sleep? Yeah. Like hooded almost. Um, I want to say it almost has like a shuffling to it as it approaches. Um, not like, uh, what's her face from the ring? Not like, uh, it's like <laughs> nothing, no quite like that. but like a slow sh- ominous shuffle. That is also like a hovering shuffle almost. It's still kind of the ring movement. It was kind of that. <laughs> not not, not quite to, to that crazy. No, none of that Scooby Doo scariness. <laughs> a little, maybe, but not like uh, the heart, like, you know, but definitely not the details of uh, the chick um, that had drowned in the well. Um, or the cabin in the woods girl that's like <laughs> dragging herself. And, uh, but whatever it is, it just materializes through the wall and the window. Um, and like, Bends over. <laughs> is that your house? Yeah, this is that our house? And it's, it's not like oh, we were uh, molested by you know some some random dude buried a thing. Um, I'm like oh shit. Like and my brother, he's like, hey, you remember when we had seen this thing like basically walk through our window, and it all just like came back to me. <laughs> I didn't know. Like it actually freaked my brother out for a long time. Um, 
Obviously, if he was the one that brought it up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> As, uh, I'm like, oh, some other, you know, things. Uh, I don't so, so that sounds like you, you do have a um, precedent for your family, on your dad's side at least, mm-hmm. having experiences. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool that your dad saw you young and was like, hey, pointed out, like, hey, yeah, the one, let me not let you forget you saw a ghost or uncle. Mm-hmm. Uncle who? Uh, Jim. Um, uncle Jim. Yeah. Um, but, but I want, I, I really wanted to take you to a second. That's just really cool <laughs> that he was, you know, uh, forthcoming enough with his own past experiences and right. to still hold on to that and say, damn, I saw my son talking to Uncle Jim, you yeah. know. Um, and then <clears throat> not only to have family experiences, but them to continue on through you. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you have more ghost experiences to yeah, share. and some more. And, and do you think, looking back, do you think maybe you had that, like some of the ghost stories you'll tell, I, I recall, um, you know, they're just kind of like haunting things that happen. But do you think, um, given your father and grandmother's experiences, do you think maybe you had an ability, at least at a younger age, to see things and or for them to come to you because you could maybe see it? Possibly. I mean, do, do, do we all have the ability and then we just lose that to some respect? You know, as I've gotten older, I lose it. Like, I, I used to be able to, like, close my eyes and fill up a cup of water. No matter, like, what it was coming out of, whoever's drain, I could, like, get it to the top almost perfect just by sound. I can't, like, do that anymore. I, I've, yeah. I've always enjoyed practicing fun stuff like right? that. <laughs> Walking like and, a ninja uh, to filling up a cup blind to taking how many steps it takes to get to the next room, just memorizing it for no given reason. Mm-hmm. OCD Tourette's that's um, part of it that, yeah that could easily be um, so yes potentially I'm not saying I close myself off to uh, other things is I'm like hey you know, ghosts are friendly you know they do something maybe funny like exploding blinds I don't know if it's threatening or funny or what it is how did you take it um, surprised the shit out of me just <laughs> like what the fuck basically. yeah I'm like that was kind of funny I mean you know you still like yeah, that was because, you know, even if it's a practical joke, maybe it doesn't always uh, come across that way to everybody. So, yeah, uh, still try and make friends. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so please continue on with uh, any any other experiences you've had. And yeah. let me know, like, your uh, continue with your age and, you know. Yes, um, try and remind you of age whenever I can. Um, I had, um, you know, however people want to take this. They say with, um, you know, you're still in REM sleep, but, you, you know, you're body's awake with uh, sleep paralysis mm-hmm. um the first one i remember i was like 16 um no i was a little older we were working on a hill wars which is like a star wars parody uh, me and the, the homie kevin kelly um had worked on in high school so i'd been like 17 or 18 we were like uh 18 yeah no no 17 i graduated um but 2008 and just exhausted we're like we're spending 14 hours a day on this like passion project <laughs> And uh, we're just catching a nap. And uh, around my parents downstairs, they have this old CRT. Um, wasn't old. I guess it was like right before flat panels and stuff started becoming more popular. Um, and it lasted forever. But um, I wake up and I can't move. I'm just chilling in this recliner. And I'm staring ahead at the TV. And that from the glass, this um, immaculately detailed, like demonic face forms. Uh, lines of like scales and horns with grooves all throughout its face um just looking at me and uh, as it like in the air 
uh, in the television and then like extruding out of it, not like extruding the glass, but like it itself, like coming out and then back in as like these details have almost like a fluid of like very pale, but, uh, dotted like colors. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, that's spooky as shit. Right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're just sitting there in the recliner, so can't do remained, shit. It remained behind the screen. Yes. Well, no, it, it would come in, but it's not like it approached me um, all the way. Right, but it, oh, okay, so kind of like uh, the Frighteners and how movies show, like, the monster uh, Freddy at the wall, and it kind of comes out a little bit. Did it do that? Kind yes, of kind of. Oh, that's, that's pretty. But that's, its whole demon face, you know. Right, um, that's freaky, man. Um, probably maybe... I love how you said ten to twelve feet between me and very the very detailed. What was your what was your choice of words again? Uh, it... Like almost ornately detailed, wow. um, but it, I think I said immaculate. <laughs> but it's very go. very like lines, the dots and the fluid, um, the grooves and the horns, um, the scales, um, and then everything within it is almost like uh, you know, like Rorschach in the movie Three Hundred, how his mask is kind of movie. yeah, exactly. Um, wow. But not Rorschach blots, you know, more. Wow. <laughs> what but, we will be considered demonic. Morphine happening. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. That's crazy. Uh, so. A few years later, I was in college, and this one I'm asleep in my bedroom, and I wake up, but, you know, not really awake to some extent, I guess. And uh, I am on my side. Um, I'm a back sleeper, side sleeper, and I'm on my right side. Um, my eyes are open. That's the only thing I can do. So I'm basically like this, and I see um, shadow basically come from my front door um, as it, uh, I don't want to say it walked through the front door, I almost want to say it formed from the the darkness of, like, the door, um, uh, of the corner of the door as I walked out, and uh, arms it like its side, and it kind of just uh, slowly approaches me, not a shuffle, you know, actually... Walking slow, and it uh, bends over, leans its neck down like this, um, and just stares me in the face. But it's it has like a hood just right over, so I can't see its eyes. Um, so for those for those of you who can't see what <laughs> yeah. like this means, uh, Jordan is Jordan is bent sideways now, more like one of those weird ring. <laughs> yeah. So if you uh, type characters that's bent uh, weirdly awkwardly out of a normal spinal position. Yes. Lean to its side. I would say more, um, almost like a U-turn. Like its spine was that elongated. Did it did this motion? So it walked up normally, you know, maybe the slight lean at first, and by the time it got to my feet, it started the heavy lean. So kind of leaning down to see if you see it. Mm Mm-hmm. And obviously into your view. Yes, except for I can't see its eyes because even though it's at this heavy lean and you figure whatever almost cloakish thing makes up. Oh, so it didn't tilt its head up at you. It just leaned. It leans its head, um, you know, sideways-ish, but its cloak would have still been coming down. Oh, it had like, a cloak. Yes, okay, so or the cloak could have still been part of its, you know, actual body, but it's covering what would be its eyes. It so I, a- I stare basically into an empty, like, void with a cloak around. Wow, did um, the cloak extend to the feet? Yes, but not the, it was almost like armless though, like maybe more like a cape cloak because I could make out like its arm texture because I could see for sure that its arms were at its side um, with long fingers as 
Jordan, whatever. it sounds like you're going to hell. It's a good thing you woke up, son. You had a chance to turn your life around. Um, a lot of different cultures <laughs> will talk about one that sits on your chest and uh, stuff. And, you know, I kind of, you get the feeling that you almost can't breathe or can't move or something, even when it's not on your chest, you know. Um, this one, <laughs> I don't know if it was more of a fever dream or it was a tie-in between the, you know, different realities or, you know, how uh, media and stuff could influence you. Uh, there's yeah, a game that came out yeah, a few years ago um, called PT, which was a teaser. Um, you've heard of Silent Hill, yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. so it was basically going to be a remake of Silent Hill. Uh, it was a brilliant teaser. You were basically in a hallway that would infinite. You know, you open the door, you're back at the beginning of the hallway. And you got to solve kind of the mystery of what's going on. And, you know, you go through and things are different. Like the radio might change. It's like, it's a sunny, you know, it's a rainy day. Be safe out there. It's like six, five, one, three. And it's like, you murdered them and all this stuff. And you got to get, watch the ghost. But anyways, the, the loop always keeps happening, even if things change. And uh, I always sleep with my door closed, maybe, you know, so the shadow man can't, can't walk through as easy, <laughs> or, you know, just privacy. Or emerge from a shadow. Yeah. Um, very rare chance if I uh, have the door open. Um, so are you saying that game may have contributed? No, not to that, but to what I'm about to get okay, to. Okay, yeah. thank you. So um, I wake up, and I'm like, shit, my door's open. And um, I walk down the stairs, um, I'm like... Um, I go outside, I think I go to the bathroom, I walk downstairs, and I wake up again in my bed, and my door's open, and um, I look around, okay, well, this ain't right, and I walk downstairs, and then this time I look down the stairs of the corner, because uh, it, you know, it's a one flight, you take a hard right, another flight, the corner's dark, like the flight leads to the kitchen, and I go down, and uh, again, I wake up in my bed, <laughs> and now I'm like, well, shit. Am I stuck in the dream? There's been some dreams where I've been stuck, but not usually because it's on repeat. It's because yeah, there's, I've you know. I've never had a dream on repeat. <laughs> I've had them transition endlessly, mm-hmm. but never repeat. Right, the same style. thing, exactly. Uh, so I was getting a little freaked out, and then this one, I'm like, am I going to start back in my bed again? And uh, the third time was real. You know, I'm, I'm in the, the reality now. But Oh, wow. <laughs> and I think it was a good month after I had played it um, that it had you know, somehow subverted into me. Um, Giving you a chance to, like, see into your waking future twice, and then all of a sudden you wake up. Could you totally tell when you woke up the third time you were in normal no. reality? No. It wasn't until you No, ev- everything from, like, light, except for the darkness in the kitchen, that was unnatural, but you don't notice that until you get around. Yeah. Everything else felt normal. Oof. All the clutter that was upstairs, like, <laughs> everything was, like, to a T. Does anyone else in your family have similar or different, you know, experiences? You've already kind of yeah, touched on um, that. My dad, one of his other main things uh, would have been what he always called sparks. And he would say, like, right before somebody he knew uh, or, you know, maybe even friend of a friend or a co-worker or something died, he would always see, like, these bright sparks flashes, like, throughout um, almost, yeah, I think he's like, kind of like rubbing your eyes real hard, mm-hmm. and then you know how you see that kind, kind of like that. Um, but they just pop out of nowhere. And I, like, the closer somebody is, like when my cousin uh, was uh, murder suicide with her husband, um, I guess like the night it happened or the day before, my dad just boom, like taking up like a quarter of his vision or something, just some sparks. Um, That's tragic. That's really tough. Yeah. And, um, and he's got obviously gotten to a point to where he knows what they are when they happen now because it's 
happened enough times, right? Yeah. Um, I'd say either maybe he doesn't talk about it as much um, or, you know, maybe just in recent years uh, he doesn't see it as much. Um, but, you know, I haven't heard him talk about Sparks nearly as much. Which I mean, you would think we'd see him more frequently because we get older with his more right. friends and family. <laughs> exactly. but, that, but still, it can be peaceful when you don't have painful, you know, psychic experiences mm-hmm. happening regularly or more frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how about yourself? Um, any other paranormal? Yeah, um, true. So, so you've had um, the demon out the out the TV yes. screen. You had the experiences when you were younger. Um, you had the um, the man in the tall hat when you were family. Did your dad or you ever or your brother ever have any other tall hat or so who that might be a grandfather, uncle, anybody? I um, I'm not entirely certain because especially after you said, I remember seeing it all the time from my old house you know but it's always at the corner of my vision and i think a lot of people have their corner of their vision ghosts and stuff ghosts, yeah. exactly um no i didn't know if he's just super tall they described him with the hat i'm like i could see him having the tall hat um i always just thought he was like you know eight and a half feet tall or something no it's really huge creature um i honestly haven't seen him as much in recent times um i'd have to ask my brother if he saw I'm pretty sure something similar, um, like my Uncle Russ's family had seen him um, at some point, but they had the kind of a ghost of their own. Uh, they had like a basement. Um, this was uh, near Boulder High School um, from when I was going to middle school. Um, so, shoot, 2000. Ooh, yeah, about 2002, 2001-ish. Man, getting old. <laughs> um I'd hang out there after school. I was only like half a mile from school, um, play pool in the garage, uh, work out in the basement and stuff. But they had talked about a ghost. They think somebody has pushed down the stairs there and killed at some point because all of them at one point had seen like, um, I think a wife basically just being pushed down the stairs. Like just her falling or no, the like, actual pusher? Like as a push, well. yeah. I don't know if they just saw arms or what it was. I It's been years and years. And I feel like one of them was even able to try and talk to it from the bottom. Because I think they usually saw it happen from the top, but somebody was on the bottom once and saw her like reaching out or some noise. Um, but uh, he lives, you know, most of them live in Texas now. Um, I could ask my cousin Joe. He's still here or yeah, he's back see, here. Did you guys no. ever attempt to dig up the basement? Do you ever have the thought maybe we should search the basement for bones? Because you know I mean? it seems like when ghost experiences happen, they obviously are still needing rest, mm-hmm. right? So they're reaching out like, all right, tired of being buried in this basement. No one knows I died. Just let the world know so I can move on already. So it's always interesting if people do nothing because we're so frightened by the experience, right, mm-hmm. that we rarely take the indication that there's likely a body nearby or something that needs I always, before they told me about it, I felt like a coldness when I passed through the stairs. And may, maybe that is just a physical, like, you know, like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not around basements too much. Maybe going from the upper they're floor. They're always to, drafting. Exactly. <laughs> no, but. I've been in nice cozy basements. You know, what's funny is that they, they stuck you down there. They're like, hey, you don't know yet, Jordan, but we have ghost experiences. So we put a weight set down there for you to go keep it. Uh, yeah, you know, I used to love, they, they had like the, the leg, you know, you'd push it. Yeah. Um, not like curl, forward curls, but kind of, you know, the right. whatever it's called. Yeah. And, uh, 
Man, I was good at pool when I was younger. Tore around the pool stick. I could bounce balls, no problem. My, so my 11 year old. down there too? No, the pool was in the garage. Oh, okay. uh, billiards uh, was in the garage. So you were hanging out plenty. Yeah. Uh, ramen, frosted flakes every day. <laughs> they fed you well. Yeah, we did all right. Um, so how about how about how did you have more experiences there? Or that was that. Give me one sec. Under the house. And anywhere else you want to go, you you, <laughs> you are frequently. There's one. In my mind, I feel happened to Dolan, but I'm trying to. Trying to draw on it. So lots happened there. Uh, I basically lie out alone in a trailer <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. That said, a lot of people are like, aren't you like you'd figure there'd be more times where I might be at ease, but there's been some. Um, sometimes it just comes down the birds on top. They're like click 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 click. A bunch of like a whole family of thirty quail come down at a time, oh, wow. scare the crap out of you. But I know there there's something. Maybe I had uh, pocketed it for a minute. Oh, Not that it's traumatic. <laughs> At this point, I wonder how many deep-seated mem- you know, yeah, lost yeah. memories there are. We'll have you back for another show. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, go back younger. Oh, yeah. I'd always hear, like, laughter um, in my old house. Not not when we moved. Almost like a Chucky, like... <laughs> not, not not like the actual murderer. I'm sorry. Is prior house? This prior house. Uh, back on uh, Price Street. Um, across from Wells Park. Um, Boulder Highway. Um a little bit before sunset, um, public park. My parents lived across for the first um, twelve years of my life. Um, Did you hear them localized, or were they anywhere in the house that you might? Uh, the bedroom area, I would say, always sounded like above the closet into you know what would be the attic, I guess, uh, towards the guest bedroom, which later became my bedroom um, and my parents' bedroom. So it kind of have like a. <laughs> Is it ran from the closet up top to oh, over wow. here? Yeah. So basically like a running laugh. Yeah, I like, wouldn't hear the steps, but you can almost like hear kids. the voice move. Yeah, it was always like younger, but like I almost said more doll-like, uh, like something artificial-ish to it. Um, but it definitely sounded younger. Um, uh, things that disappear. Um, and how about, um, if I'm not mistaken, maybe it's the same sleep paralysis story you but okay. you told me about Shadow being, having seen, being in a sleep paralysis. So there's a third sleep paralysis. There was three times, and I cannot, I'm trying to recall, the, the two strongest ones in my memory are the demon face and that uh, cloaked, shadowish. The man leaned over. Yeah, leaned over. Um, but there was a third one, and I'm trying to remember it. I feel like it was a group of something, but I don't, think it felt as threatening maybe and that's why i don't i don't know if you, you remember the ones that felt more threatening i had to stay calm i'm like what am i gonna do <laughs> like in, in a way you try and you're like hey mind wake up so you can you know our body wake up so at least yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> combine powers. combined powers or you know be like activate shadow creature like at least like pet my head a little bit you know be a little gentle something nice make, make me feel at ease grab my hands yeah, so for sure. Before I do let you go, in hindsight, yes, be it the UFOs or the ghosts, whichever one you you want to talk about or, or you know speak on, do you interpret things differently? You know, after time being there, uh, do you you know have they left you feeling or thinking anything different about them? Um, 
my procrastinative nature doesn't allow my my brain to form new biases. <laughs> it's it's too lazy for I that. Just leave that what it was. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's uh, from a young age. It, it, the universe is very vast, um, especially as you see things and experience them yourself. Um, definitely not alone. Um, even you know, even if they're far, far away. Um, there are things you know we're not being told, whether it's space government and what's this whether it's for our safety or it's to slow our progression from going too fast or some noise and <laughs> who knows any, um, any and all of them exactly uh, you know you, you stay stay aware you get you, you still swing with the punches um you keep an open mind for these things and you know if something does happen you know you i feel you're more easily adjusted um and uh when it goes maybe to the ghost side of things it's Maybe maybe you are there to help. You know, maybe somehow you can aid a ghost, or uh, maybe it's like, hey, you know, we really don't want you here. You so far, I, I don't think I've ever felt a presence from a ghost that does that. You know, um, I feel they do keep personalities, even if they meander into, you know, a, a void where you know everything's kind of combining um, a void or a loop. Or whatever yeah, exactly. Um, a singularity in a way. The the manga Berserk has a very interesting portrayal of the afterlife <laughs> where everyone, uh, which I almost feel pulls on Greek mythology too, how everyone returns to the, the river uh, of souls. And in a way, you know, you're losing individuality, um, but you're also, you know, you find a way maybe to, to just reach out a hand of the river and, you know, show a piece of yourself sometimes. And maybe that's when ghosts reach into our world. Um, or maybe they're just super individualistic and they can't join, you know, maybe the afterlife is everybody coming right, together. Right, you have to let your ego go exactly. to get back to the source or the singularity. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'd say it's, it's opened my mind to a lot of things. Um, but, you know, so it is everything, you know, learning the garden, you know, um, open your mind to a lot of things. Um watching certain movies, uh, hiking, you know, there's even an age. Oh, that's one thing. Yeah. Okay. I'll do a quick little brief. We're yeah. doing a last little hike, Mount Charleston, me, Pat, Chris, and all of a sudden zoom, this like boomerang looking thing just woof, goes by us like a speed dive. Like, you know, you hear the Falcons, you remember this and yeah. it goes in then woof, just yeah. gone. Now you, you didn't sounds. see it like a dip though, right? You just saw it or Again. heard it go damn tail end of it as it yes. went into the forest and I felt it and I heard it more than I saw it. Yeah. Um, I think you were the front person, right? Yes, and I saw it do its curve. Um, That's crazy. I saw like the sh a shadow of a curve. That's what I really was. That's the only thing I saw. It was like it sh some trail of a shadow curve into that forest canopy just in front of us. You know? Um. Can I ask you, before we close, do, do you think a higher connection between things in nature and uh, the paranormal, metaphysical, um, or perhaps things that don't want to be seen or cloaked or just more likely to be out? Definitely in, so. You know, I didn't as a, as a kid, but as an adult, I think I know 
we know that it's a multi-dimensional universe now. So it would make sense, you know, um, I've been in situations I won't get into where I've almost died. And, you know, whether you call it your guardian angel or your higher self, mm. I didn't. Something saved me. You know, I flipped around and, you know, caught some crazy thing by saving grace. Either way, I attribute that to a higher dimensional connection of myself. So I think animals have that. I think they have some higher or lower spirit connection. We talk, you know, the Native Americans talk about your spirit, uh, right? Your spirit animal Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. So I definitely think that, you know, if Sasquatch is something that exists, if, if, you know, multiple Mm -hmm. different levels of creatures, people used to call them fairies, so on and so forth. I definitely think that a lot of creatures have a deity ship about them or some multidimensional aspect. Um, let's see here. Um, I, I guess, my, oh, uh, one of my follow-up questions before I let you go. Have you ever, and this gives us all, you know, viewers, listeners, everybody a sense. Have you ever reported any of these to an agency, to an official group like MUFON or, you know, National UFO Reporting um, I Center? I should publish. I never, never really have. Um, this is probably the most formal thing uh, here I've done concerning it. Um, you know, I showed people the video of the, the thing at parties or... Right. Um, get-togethers, you know, watching stars. We're like, hey, look what I saw. And um, only people willing to hear, listen at that, right? Yeah, You're exactly. not just going to tell any person. <laughs> yeah, some people might, you know, just be there to drum or something and don't care about aliens, and that's cool, too. Yeah, um, I work, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, hey, y'all. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I should. Um, I mean, now we got it here. Um, the video, um, should post it somewhere. Reddit. <laughs> UFO. Well, I know we've tried uh, to uh, share it with each other. Yes, we've we did, no and it would whatsoever. not let me share the link. I don't even know. Email. We tried yep. email. We tried um, a, a text. Uh, we tried a number of ways. Yes. Um, I need to just put it on an SD card and give it to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I didn't report either of those to yes. any reporting centers either. So that just kind of gives people a sense, like, for, you know, how many are reported, how many out there aren't. Right. You know? Um, and I would, I would assume, and I've seen the numbers, that it's, you know, in the tens of times more mm-hmm. than what are reported. So, And um, I, I'd say that number of reports has probably gone higher in recent years. But I don't know. Um, it has because we have more, more places to report, more resources. But yet, and still, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> Procrastination. <laughs> well, man, I just want to thank you again for taking the time to come on. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time to share with us uh, your energy, your insights, your experiences, man. They're they're really awesome. They're quite something. Yeah, thanks for having me in the studio, um, hosting the show. I'm looking forward to uh, hearing some other guests. I'd like to thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please don't hesitate. Like subscribe or follow the experiencer podcast if you have an experience you'd like to share you can contact me at the experiencer podcast at gmail.com with your story as the experiencer podcast is building a companion website that will showcase and feature both any accompanying photos footage or details allowed or submitted alongside stories featured on the podcast when permissible It is in this vein that the Experiencer Podcast is seeking and now accepting any footage of alleged sightings, encounters, or experiences caught on camera. Please forward any links, footage, or photos via WeTransfer Dropbox to the email theexperiencerpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, everyone, and until next time, be sure to take care, and of course, keep those eyes on the skies. Good night.